Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. My name is Rich. Welcome to this World of Wrestling Podcast. Extra bonus excuse, whatever you want to call it. Um, so uh, last week we did episode 36. We broadcast live. Myself and Tax are both here. We did our review of uh, WCW, the chapter two of the Hogan Kidman trilogy we've been doing for WCW. That was, um, oh, what was the actual date of the thing? So the 24th of April, 2000. Uh, and it was it was quite a funny episode, to be honest. Lots happened. We had lots to talk about. We even talked about AEW for about an hour in the pod because it was a really long one. And then immediately after we broadcast it, we stop and we go to look on YouTube and there's the, the audio from our broadcast is there, but not our microphones. So for some reason, when we switch scenes, it just stopped broadcasting the audio, which kind of sucked. And at the same time, this is the one episode I completely forgot to record backup audio for. Every other episode, every 35 and all the bonus pods that we've ever done, I've always had some sort of backup audio. But the one time I forget <laughs> is when this shit happens. So this uh, is uh, an apology. Sorry about that. Um, so chapter two is just going to be me recapping it. It's going to be like some sort of solo pod. You know what I mean? I'm essentially going to be wrestling a broomstick here because <laughs> I haven't got tags to bounce off of. So uh, just stick with me and uh, this will catch you up uh, to everything we talked about on the pod. Well, the, the briefest version possible about what we talked on the pod and uh, this episode. So from chapter one of the Hogan Kidman trilogy, immediately after that episode of Nitro, we've got Spring Stampede from 2000. Uh, Jimmy Hart, just Jimmy Hart, was wrestling a match against a guy called uh, Man Cow, who's a DJ. After the match, Kidman comes out and briefly attacks Jimmy Hart, because this is the best fucking storytelling ever, uh, sending a message to Hulk Hogan, obviously, because the Hogan-Kidman-Hart thing going on. Um, this Spring Stampede pay-per-view also had Kidman, Kidman wrestling Vampiro, who are both in the new blood. Uh, Hogan interrupting the match and throwing uh, Kidman through commentary tables, helping Vampiro beat Kidman, um, which is all kind of fucked up in terms of heel and face and storytelling. Uh, Mark Madden had a great line on commentary that I mentioned that was uh, WCW had nothing to do with wrestling. <laughs> That's legitimately something he said on a broadcast of WCW Monday Nitro. Um, Hogan goes after Russo and Bischoff backstage, but police arrest Hogan. Chronic debut, the best tag team ever, uh, alongside Russo. And they help Buff Bagwell and Shane Douglas to win the tag team straps. Uh, Scott Steiner beat Sting for the US strap when Vampiro interfered. They had the whole coming out the trap door, doing the whole thing that broke Davey Boy's back and all that sort of bullshit, which kind of sucks. Um, and then Jeff Jarrett beat Diamond Dallas Page for the big gold belt when Kimberly turned on DDP, um, you know, husband, wife, uh, and hit him over the head with Jarrett's guitar. So that was Spring Stampede. Yep. And then after that, we had uh, the Nitro from the 17th of April 2000 where Hogan and Kidman have a brawl in a car park. Uh, Hogan attempts to murder Kidman by throwing Kidman into a giant wheelie bin and then getting a white Hummer. You know, I did it for The Rock. We made that joke about a million times on the pod. And driving the Hummer into the wheelie bin and trying to kill Kidman, essentially crushing him, um, which was, uh, you know, Russo-esque. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, what else happened on this Nitro? So Jarrett Booker Steiner, there was a big mess for the big gold belt kind of ended in a dq when like they've relaxed the rules apparently and aren't doing dqs anymore which is um a weird choice but is what it is um at the end of the show uh hogan chases off bit chases after bischoff uh and then <laughs> ends up kicking him in the bollocks 
Russo then comes down, but is pushed aside by Bret Hart, who turns up suddenly, um, who was kind of teased in the first Nitro we did. Uh, he then swings a chair, and as he does it, the camera fades to black, and you don't actually see who he hits. And you're like, some kind of half-decent storytelling from the Russo boy here. You know, like That's actually quite fun. But then we jump to what this episode was all about, was the WCW Monday Nitro from episode 240, it was, on the 24th of April 2000. So uh, I'm going to briefly run through my notes as fast as possible just to get you up to date and uh, ready for the um, Slamboree podcast that we're going to be broadcasting live, which will be tomorrow from when I'm recording this. Um, right, so WCW Monday Nitro, episode 240, 24th of April 2000. Sting and Vampiro brawl backstage because, uh, you know, we can't start with a match. It's WCW. Um, <laughs> there's a hardcore title match, Terry Funk and Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, really weird. As the guys are coming down the ramp, the cat interferes. Terry Funk uh, falls into Bam Bam while wearing a rubbish bin uh, to get the win in about two minutes. Yeah, Terry Funk pins Bam Bam Bigelow absolutely clean in two fucking minutes. Um, by not even doing a high spot, literally, he's wearing the trash can over his whole body and just kind of falls over. Boom. And that gets the pinfall, apparently, to Bam Bam Bigelow. Not that I'm bitter. Um, they show the clip of Bret Hart's mystery chair shot from last Nitro. Um, and they just show him hitting Hogan, not Bischoff, and that's how they pay it off. And you're like, what? You had this great moment where you faded to black, not showed who hit Bret, Bret Hart hit, and then immediately you just cut to a clip from going, boop, there you go, we know now. You're like, oh, it's kind of funny. There's no tease or tension or anything. It's just really stupid. So uh, Kidman and Tory Wilson come out. Um, Kidman isn't selling the injuries from the homicide attempt by Hogan a week ago. Um, Cozen, he cuts a shitty promo on Hogan. Uh, where he says this classic line, which is, you bring the yellow, I'll bring the red. Your blood. Yeah. Go, Kidman. So, um, Jarrett, Kimberly, and Bischoff out to the ring. Uh, they show David Arquette at ringside doing acting. Um, <laughs> Kimberly cuts a promo. She wants a divorce from Diamond Dallas Page. DDP jumps Bischoff. Uh, Jarrett, Arquette, Canyon all get stuck in. Um, basically ends up with Bischoff and Arquette set up for later in the night and then Arquette says this line when he's doing acting in the ring and he says um, if I pin you in the ring here tonight DDP gets the shot at Jeff Jarrett for the title tonight in the cage baby it's like can you do that Joey but um, yeah so they set up a tag match sorry the match between Russo and god damn it the match between Bischoff and Arquette and DDP gets a title shot at Jarrett if Arquette wins Guess what happens? So uh, there's a mixed tag match after this with Chris Candido and Tammy Sitch beating The Artist and a Paisley, who's Charmel, Booker's wife. Um, super cringy Tammy promo and finish, but she does some really cool high spots. She like, jumps off the top turnbuckle with the outside. Um, Sting out to the ring. They set up Sting and Vampiro first blood match for later in the night, you know, because it's Monday Night Show. We need first blood matches, obviously. Um, Lex Luger and Ric Flair with Miss Elizabeth versus Chronic. So kind of new school, old school, millionaires, uh, new blood. Uh, Bagwell and Douglas attack Luger and Flair with baseball bats because that's all Vince Russo knows. Um, Chronic do the high time double choke slam to Flair at the end for the one, two, three. <laughs> no disqualifications in this match because, you know, there's one later which is kind of funny compared to this as well, but it is what it is. So uh, Chronic kind of win the match, we think. Uh, Post match, Chronic attack Bagwell and Douglas with the bats as well. So Chronic are not really part of the new blood from all this, but. Who knows? Um, there's a drug-fueled Vampiro promo, Vampiro promo backstage with Mean Gene where he looks 
cracked out of his brain like scary it's it's really fucking entertaining <laughs> if you want to see what the effect the cocaine has on a human or just pills or whatever it was um backstage bischoff looks uh himself oh, sorry books himself as the guest ref for the kid and the hogan match at slamboree which obviously is going to be the next podcast so look forward to bischoff being a guest referee that could be quite funny um in our big payoff match of hogan versus kidman the big finale because this trilogy's been so fucking great um <laughs> the handicap match up next of mike awesome and billy kidman our star of the show versus our other star of the show mr big racist purple hot dog hulk hogan um so hogan dominates the match uh barely letting the two guys get any offense in even though it's a handicap match so hogan still has to be the domineering force because he's hulk hogan um kidman pins hogan after some hardcore shit and a leg drop madden has a really funny line at the end where he's like it always finishes the guy so kidman does pin hogan but it takes two dudes and a chair shot and a blade job by hogan and all sorts just to kind of yeah so like people my bischoff says like you know hogan put over billy kidman and you're like no no he fucking didn't <laughs> like he, he lost to billy kidman he didn't put him over that is very very different you can win a match and lose a match and still be over you know um anyway in my opinion um i shouldn't say that on a podcast it's my opinion it's my fucking podcast if you don't like it stop fucking listening you know what i mean or at least you find it entertaining hopefully anyway so um doing a one-man podcast is weird i feel like this is a conversation time anyway so um nash takes out or uh, awesome and kidman on one knee comes out like he's all fucked up but then turns his back so Tori can give him the low blow. It's kind of funny. Uh, New Blood Boys uh, fuck up Nash's ankle with a chair and the ring post. Nash sells it like a beast. He's actually really cool here. I'm assuming we're going to have some sort of payoff where Nash comes back to interfere in uh, a Kidman awesome sort of match. Or maybe he's just going to wrestle one of them once he's uh, not injured. So next up, we've got Arquette, Diamond Dallas Page, and who better than Canyon backstage? Canyon gets a phone call. It's really funny. He just suddenly has to kind of like, <laughs> doing the whole walking thing. He's like, oh, sorry, guys. I've just got to get a phone call. So yeah, it's good. Um, so Bischoff versus David Arquette. Uh, Kimberly, Jarrett, Diamond Dallas Page, all out. Uh, Madden has a line about DDP self-high-fiving himself because Kimberly won't do it anymore, which was quite funny. Um, Arquette's wardrobe choice is fucking amazing. It's this velvet pleather fishnet kind of cut out job like oh it's fucking amazing like really really cool apparently they um develop it into uh what did tax say at this point i remember talking about this now he was talking about how like they've got new gear for arquette for slamboree so looking forward to seeing how terrible that is um arquette does a uh, scotty too hot is worm worm thing that's really bad and delivers a horrible elbow um exposes the business because i've just become jim Cornette apparently <laughs> That's <laughs> all good. Um, so uh, it's not homophobe, so it's all good. So shenanigans on the outside. Um, Jarrett accidentally hits Bischoff with a guitar. Arquette pins Bischoff. So one, two, three. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page gets the shot at J A double R E double T tonight. Right. So we've got lights out. We've got Sting in the rafters doing the whole crow gimmick because they're trying to bring that back because it kind of um, yeah, it's been a long time in that. What's that? Three, four years ago that he debuted that gimmick, so it's weird that they're kind of going back to it now. He's been out of the rafters for however many years. Anyway, um, Steiner Booker segments where Booker grabs one of Steiner's ladies by the throat. Steiner attacks Booker and they kind of have a fight. Uh, Russo tells Bagwell and Shane Douglas, who are in street clothes on their way home at this point, that they have to go back out there and wrestle Chronic because Chronic helped them out earlier in the night, but they don't like them and blah, blah, blah. They're not new blood. So um, not that they explain any of that. I'm just assuming because <laughs> I do more explaining than this TV show would ever do. Um, WCW World Tag Team Championship match of Buff Bagwell and Shane Douglas. 
excuse me, who are the champions versus Chronic. Um, two new blood heel teams, kind of weird, logical, illogical booking. Uh, Russo in to hit Crush with the bat. Shmoj's bullshitty finish, hitting everyone with baseball bats, and the ref throws it out. Uh, Russo hits the ref with the bat too. Uh, Russo counts the pinfall for Bagwell. Can you do that, Joey? But um, again, Russo, just the only thing he understands is it's got to be a ball shot, um, a baseball bat shot, or a run-in by someone like as soon as the match starts. There's like the three things he relies on constantly and saying, bro, every other sentence, well, every sentence. Um, Tank Abbott has a shitty promo segment again, exactly like he had last time, where he comes out, he kind of wants Goldberg, but he's going to beat innocent people up until he does. He grabs Bob Ryder, whoever that is, from WCW.com. I don't know why I did this, but anyway, uh, from WCW.com and throws a punch. Uh, it's amazing because Jeremy Borash, as they call him, that I'm doing that deliberately this time, because um, that's what they call him, Borash, <laughs> jumps in and jumps on the back of Tank Abbott. It's the best thing in this whole fucking trilogy, I swear. And like, Borash is like, Borash is being swung around on the back of Tank Abbott. And he's like, oh, like shitting himself. It's really, really funny. Um, if you watch anything from this trilogy, I, I'm going to assume, because I haven't seen um, Slamboree yet, obviously. Um, yeah, this, this Borash segment is fucking hilarious, man. It's really, really good. So um, Tank, when he goes to the back and he's walking up the ramp, he's visibly laughing to himself because he knows how funny it was. It's really good. So uh, we get the cage match next for the uh, WCW World Heavyweight Championship between Diamond Dallas Page and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, they've got the cage with the roof, which is pretty cool, like a proper cage, not the WWE one when you can escape and all that sort of bullshit. We talked a little bit about whether it was beneficial to be able to do high spots off the top by not having the roof or whether it was to have the more, it's just one-on-one, like cage fighter sort of... Uh, um from wcw's one with the roof but who knows um we didn't come to any conclusions as we never really do we just argue about stuff it's good uh russo out with double j uh needs to insert himself into every angle because he's a douchebag uh walk the match is basically walk and brawl there's a really funny moment where diamond dallas page is hiding on top of the on top of the roof of the cage when double j is coming out and so when double j gets to the ring suddenly <laughs> ddp just kind of jumps off and hits him it's like Baba. it's really funny um so basically it's walk and brawl into the crowd um mark madden has the line of the whole fucking show seriously it's so good he says this is incredible and you're like "Eh, i don't know about incredible um you know we don't wrestle here we fight we kill we resolve our personal issues and you're like okay i see what you're getting at wrestling is like an incidental thing it's like just part of the drama (laughs) why are you doing a wrestling show then if it's insignificant to the oh just it's just so dumb so uh diamond dallas page and jeff jarrett finally into the cage uh ddp calls for the cut diamond cutter mike awesome comes out because again we have to have an interference um awesome breaks through the cage door which is quite an like um shitty spot but they time it pretty well um awesome is in to interfere as diamond dallas page goes for the pinfall so Canyon runs down and just about stops Mike Awesome from stopping the pinfall as the ref goes one, two, three. But no one notices Diamond Dallas Page pinning Jeff Jarrett because every cunt in the whole fucking building is looking at the interference spot at the entrance to the cage and they're obscured by the cage the whole time. And so the ref goes one, two, three. Diamond Dallas Page is your new WCW World Heavyweight Champion of this new era. And no one notices? Everyone's just like, Oh, did he? Did he, he won! Yay! <laughs> it's 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 genuinely hilarious how like you can overbook a moment into absolute bollocks. Yeah, it's, it's really really good, um, and just horrific. 
Uh, what else? Okay, so um, okay, so yeah, of course we've got a world heavyweight title change, but we've, <laughs> we've got a first blood match to go. So um, Sting versus Vampiro. Honestly, when this was announced that these two were going to be feuding in this this series of trilogy, I was quite excited to see Sting and Vampiro, two gimmicks I've always kind of enjoyed. Um, you know, there, there, there's like a, a generation exchange, almost like a handshake, like a golden handshake, almost. Uh, within these two, potentially. But this is WCW, so of course there isn't. So, uh, but this is just crap. Uh, Vampiro locks, uh, looks cracked out of his brain like he's just not here at all. He's somewhere else. Uh, Sting drops in from the rafters. Um, Sting's wrestling in the harness that he had for the, the drop down from the rafters. Uh, and we're like, why is he wrestling in the harness? It seems weird. So Vamp rolls to the outside, leaving Sting in the ring. And uh, gives Sting a stare, like, oh, I'm a crackhead. <laughs> and does, like, the whole throat cut thing, like the Undertaker would do or something. And he goes full carry with the pig's blood from the ceiling landing on Sting in the ring. Uh, so this is the new blood which falls from the ceiling. Uh, and then the new blood, the wrestlers themselves, come out. And everyone does kind of slip and slide wrestling in the fake blood. It, it's really, really funny. Um, Vampiro looks, uh, sorry, Vampiro hooks Sting back up to the cable hanging from the ceiling that he originally came down on. And so Sting is then lifted up about three feet off the floor. <laughs> he just kind of dangles, <laughs> drenched in fake blood like corn syrup. It's, it's, it's just the best. It's like, you can, you understand what they're going for. They go for a man drenched in blood hanging from the ceiling, the rafters, whatever, but they only lift him like a little bit. And so his his like knees are the height of everyone else's heads. He's just like um, it, it's, it's it's fucking embarrassing. It's really really funny. Um, is that it? That's pretty much it. So um, I summed up this show by saying this line that um I spent a long time thinking about. Uh, this part of WCW in two thousand is a lot like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's uh, taking over at Man United as the manager. Uh, it has the element of being new and fast paced, but it can't last. Uh, soon enough, you're going to have to remember you've got a bunch of sport brats in a company ran by, ran by selfish morons. Uh, it's going to crash and burn. And uh, uh, yeah, so there you go. Tomorrow and every Wednesday from 5, live on YouTube. Uh, then all podcasting apps immediately afterwards if you just want to listen to the audio. Uh, chapter 3, uh, the final chapter of our Hogan Kidman WCW trilogy. Uh, we're going to do it live on YouTube. As I said, just go to worldofwrestlingpodcast.com. You can find links and whatever you need um we've also got some merch as well you can buy like a nice t-shirt it's got like a cm punk branded t-shirt thing uh that will really help us out helps do more podcasting and buy lovely little cameras like this and lovely little microphones like this so yeah tomorrow wcw slambery 2000 uh what my name is rich rich be my name check out the tax williams as well and uh we'll be back tomorrow hopefully you enjoyed this and it's not too much of a disappointment bye-bye